And welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, and my co-host, Hall of Fame coach Ted Huber, will be along shortly as we've got a lot of things to talk about. Our focus this week is going to be on 1990s All-Star Game. We're also going to have as a special guest, uh, Coach Bob Gaddis. Coach Gaddis, of course, is our executive director, but this time around we're going to be talking to him as a coach on the South Squad, and the South did top the North in that All-Star Game. We'll tell you about that. State championships were won that year by Carmel over Penn by a score of 10-7. to Hobart topped Franklin Central 17-7. to Hammond Knoll won a state championship as they topped Indianapolis Ron Colley. Fort Wayne Lures on top of Tri-West 24-22 in a close win. And Bremen, the Lions were roaring as they topped Spring Valley by a score of 31-8. In a college football, the uh, championship was split between two schools, Georgia Tech and, of course, the Colorado Golden Buffaloes. And, of course, that uh, contest or the result of it having a split national championship uh, started really the discussion about having a playoff. Now, it took quite a number of years before they actually got a playoff, but uh, that was one of the reasons why was because they didn't want to share these titles uh, like that as they did there between Georgia Tech and uh, Colorado Buffaloes. And in the professional ranks, the San Francisco 49ers topped the Denver Broncos to win Super Bowl 24. We'll be back. We're going to be talking about the players from the 1990 All-Star Game. We'll also talk to Coach Bob Gaddis, who was a member of the coaching staff for the 1990 South staff. And we'll also be giving you some more information about what's coming up for our next show. So stay tuned. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we really appreciate everyone tuning in and keeping track of what's going on in the great state of Indiana and the great sport of high school football. Almost every business uses promotional products to let everyone know about their business. Coffee mugs, ink pens, keychains, just about anything you can imagine. WILE is all about promotion. That is why we are excited to introduce our new business, Big Cat Promotions. With over 50,000 products available, Big Cat Promotions can deliver what you want, when you want it, and make it affordable and effective. Call us today, 268-9830 or 551-5916. Remember, our business is to promote your your business. And welcome back, everyone, to the Indiana Football Coaches Association official <coughs> podcast. And I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner. Along with me is my co-host, uh, rather, uh, Hall of Fame Coach Ted Huber. And we also have Hall of Fame Coach Bob Gaddis with us, and also the Executive Director for the Indiana Football Coaches Association. But uh, we're going to talk to Coach Gaddis more as a, a football coach that was on the all-star staff, the South staff. And, Coach Gaddis, thanks for being with us here this evening. Yeah, I appreciate you guys asking me to come, come on board and talk about football. It's been a long time since that game, but I have a lot of good memories from that week. Absolutely. And Coach Huber, of course, got me uh, all uh, – he gives me all this information all the time, which keeps me uh, – you know, makes it sound like I know a little bit about what I'm talking about. So that all works out really good, too. So, uh, Coach Huber, I'll let you kind of lead things off here as we uh, start with this interview. And just uh, let's talk about 1990. Okay. Well, let, let's talk a little bit about before 1990 to start with. Bob, what, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of quick background on you? Uh, I know you grew up in Muncie, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, uh, you know, kind of go into, uh, when you started coaching and that kind of thing? Well, I uh, appreciate that. I, I did grow up in Muncie, and I went to Ball State, and uh, you know, was fortunate 
that when I came out of Ball State, my first job was with Dave Enright as an assistant coach at Hamilton Southeastern. I stayed there for two years and thought I'd learned enough. And obviously, we, we've never learned enough, but I went on to be a head coach when I was 24. So uh, I, I took some hard knocks early and then, uh, you know, decided to stay in the business and, and got a chance to coach in this all-star game a couple of times. And when I was, when I was uh, coaching this one, I was at Indianapolis Pike. I just left Danville, Indiana. Uh, I was at Danville for four years and, and went to Pike and had a lot of good players there. Okay. So, uh, you know, then you're going to actually end up at Columbus East. Uh, which yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I left. I left. Uh, yeah, I left Pike. Uh, was only there for a couple of years and had an opportunity to go down to Evansville Wrights for ten years as a head football coach down there. And then um, we wanted to kind of get back up to Central Indiana, and I came up to Columbus East and spent twenty years as a head football coach there. And then I just retired uh, in the spring, last spring, actually. So uh, it was a forty-three years of, of football. Um, very happy to still have my hand involved in it right now as the uh, executive director, and I still get to be around the coaches. Yeah, we know. Uh, we appreciate what you do. Now, let's look a little bit at uh, 1990, okay? Let's let's yeah. start with the uh, South staff, which you were on. Uh, the head coach was John Broughton uh, from Pendleton <laughs> Heights. And, uh, you know, we lost John a year ago. Um uh, any comments about John? Yeah, John. John was a was a good friend. I can tell you, he was not just a good man, a good football coach. He was a good IFCA man. I remember I met John when we were both just guys that went to the All Star game. You know, back in the day, all the coaches went. And we stayed at the same hotel, and I remember meeting John actually uh, sitting out around the pool waiting for the game to start. With he and his his staff was there and. And I got to know John, and and, uh, and I was just lucky that we got to coaching the game together. John had a had a great attitude. The kids loved him. He did a great job running practice. Obviously, he was old school at that time, but uh, he he was he was really good. He would sit there, and he had a manager with him the whole week that recorded every play that we ran, mm-hmm. and we'd go in after practice. <laughs> and you know, I was back before guys were maybe scripting plays very much like they do now and, and they did on down the road well john was scripting everything and that that kid handed him this folder and we went in afterwards and, and made sure that we covered everything mm-hmm. well he um you know i did notice that uh i guess you might say finally but uh he was elected to the hall of fame in 2018 uh and you know anybody that knew john uh would have would agree with what you just said now uh kind of a quiet kind of guy. Now, the next guy on the list is not a quiet kind of guy. <laughs> okay, so uh, we got little uh, Rick Shavatello from uh, uh, over in uh, Crawfordsville. Crawfordsville. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something about Rick. Now, Rick, you know, of course, was a player up at Purdue. He was a, I think he grew up in Chicago, but he was a tough guy. He we were friends before we went in that game, and I don't know if you knew this, but he'd go bear hunting with a bow and arrow. That's the guy. Oh, wow. <laughs> he was. So he, was uh, he would get after it and uh, did a great job. You know, the kids loved him. He was really fiery. Uh, i never forget that one of the things we had to do 
his pregame meal was uh, all the kids had to have steak and eggs. So oh, wow. he was just kind of kind of kind of old school, but he uh, he, he he got in there and and uh, he was just very intense and a uh, fun guy to go with. And sometimes maybe back then, you know, they didn't give us they gave us the defense. Okay. Uh, you had to run the, the four-two defense, but offensively you could run what you want. Of course, John Broughton brought that run and shoot with him, and uh, Chevy had a lot of fun trying to defend the run and shoot uh, <laughs> during the week. We we had uh, we had a good time just to practice uh, going back and forth. And I, as I recall, uh, he also rode a motorcycle around a lot, and uh, that, <laughs> he was always my hero riding that motorcycle around. Right. Yeah, he rode that motorcycle, and then, you know, I don't know, a lot of people may know he lived on the same little lake that lived by uh, another famous uh, Indiana coach, and that's uh, Greg Carlson. Uh, he and Greg lived, he, on, yeah. lived on the yeah. same lake over there by Crawfordsville. So, mm-hmm. Shabby was, uh, was a guy that would, would get after it. I know he, he had uh, lots of hunting stories. You know, mm-hmm. he, he was one of the first guys that did that uh, zero-hour wait. Time. Oh, yeah. You couldn't get weights. You couldn't get weights in, during the school day, mm-hmm. so the kids came in like at five thirty in the morning to lift weights. And some days, Shabby would come in from the woods with whatever he, whatever he killed that day to yeah. show the boys. He was a character. Yeah. <laughs> of course, now your name is next, and uh, I'll just throw in that you were elected in two thousand and fourteen uh, to the Hall of Fame. Uh, then we got uh, your buddy Richard Bryant. Yeah, now Richard and I had we knew each other. We knew of each other from coaching. Of course, you know I knew Richard from my my involvement with the Hall of Fame as a young coach. You know the first the first clinic that I ever went to was Hub's clinic over at the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and, and I'm I'm sure that I'm, I met Richard from those days on. But Richard and I became pretty good friends coaching at that game. But you know he was a he, back then, you know, uh, Richmond High School, he had a lot of good football teams. Oh, yeah. He was playing good he was players. playing in the bigger yeah, playing in the bigger class and mm-hmm. I can't remember. I think he had the in that game, I believe he had the line did he have the lineman that went to uh, to Ball State to play? I, I forget the young man's name, but I think I think it was his dad was the baseball coach at Richmond, but you know, Richard was uh Richard was very aggressive as, as you know, we had a staff of of a lot of guys with a lot of personality, and Richard was right in there with. Him. So was would you, would you call the the was it pretty competitive between the North and South as far as it goes to the staffs? I mean, both both groups wanted to win, obviously, you know, but how'd that go? Yeah, you know, it was it was back then, which was and Ted can can remember these days. Back then, you you kind of socialized with those guys sometimes in the evening, right? Staff. But yeah, it was it was pretty daggone competitive. I mean, we um, there was a lot of people that that game, uh, you know, and we've got a really good all star game. But mm-hmm. then the all star game, all the kids, all the D one kids, all the kids played. Right. You know, there wasn't any there wasn't any reason for kids not to play in it. Right. And it was it was a big deal to get the coach in it. It was a big deal to get to play in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though. You know, we we tell the guys at the meeting now before the game. You know, nobody cares about who wins the game, but you know, really they do. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, coaches, the, coaches, the coaches do. Sure. And uh, 
it was the same way back then. It was I remember, I recall it was a good football game. Yeah, great. Yeah, well, the score South won twelve to seven, so it was a tight ball game. And you know that's yeah, yeah. So yeah, and Richard was elected to the Hall of Fame. I think he had an in down there, uh, but anyway, he was elected <laughs> in two thousand eleven. Okay, uh, yeah, as I got written down here, so mm-hmm. he was a little bit of uh, ahead of you. So yeah, and then uh, the next couple guys, Bill Harpold, who uh, coached forever in the Indianapolis area. And, um, you know, uh, Billy was, uh, was quite a guy, uh, I got it wrong. Bill, Bill Harris. Harris. Yeah. From Spring Valley. I'm thinking of Bill Harris. Okay. Now yeah. I was going to say Bill Harpole was a couple of years later, but Bill Harris. Now Bill was a really good football coach down at uh, Spring Valley. Right. He was, he was, you know, just getting to know him that week. I can tell you, that, you know, the day was a little bit different than we played. We were, we, it was all day, but he and I became pretty good friends. We went out and played golf a couple of times. Um, actually, during that week, like the, the day the kids came in, we got there that morning. A few of us went to play golf, and some of the guys from North went with us. But Bill, you know, he was coaching at a, at a little school, um, really a hard worker. I remember all the things he told me that he did to run that program. You know, he was like, not that he didn't have any help, but he was one of those guys that was really a lot like a one-man show. I mean, he did the laundry, he liked the fields, he took care of the locker room. Oh, yeah. And they were they were good. They were meticulous. And um, kind of lost tr- touch with him. I went and tried to find him a couple of years ago because last I heard he had retired and was working at the golf course down there at French Lick. You know, he, oh, yeah. he retired, but. But he had that guy was uh, he was hard nosed. Now he 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 get after. It. He was a really great guy, and somebody I was happy to meet. Mm-hmm. And then the other staff member was John Maston from Charlestown. Now John again, he was a guy I didn't I'd never met John before that. But I remember that at, at that time, what you would do because there wasn't any cell phones, there wasn't any social media, there wasn't any, you know you didn't have email, all that stuff. Oh, you, mm-hmm. We. We got, I mean, it was just kind of coming into play at that point. And, no, and coaches didn't really use it. High school coaches didn't really use it. But we met two or three different times um, before that. We'd meet on the weekend. We'd go and, and, and meet. And we, I remember the first meeting we had, we talked about, not about kids, but about coach. John talked, talked about coaching assignments and, you know, what we're going to do X and O's wise and all that stuff. And, and uh, Coach Maston, he was a he was a very serious football coach. Now, the thing that I found out about John that I remember, and I haven't talked to him since a couple years after that game, but he ran a card collector store. He was a big time historian, not just in cards, but a, his, a sports historian. Oh wow! Very interesting guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he was he was another one of those guys that the kids just really lashed on to it that game. Where where is Charlestown? I don't I'm not familiar. Way with down south. Oh is way it way down okay. south by the river. Yeah. 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 Down I'm, in region ten where Columbus yep. East is. Yep. I need to take yeah, a tour down there because I I'm not familiar <laughs> with like some of the, you know, uh what what Switzerland County and all what's that one conference, Ted, something Lake Conference? That's down the there. Patoka Lake. Patoka Lake yeah, Conference. Patoka Lake Conference. Oh yeah. <laughs> I gotta get yeah. down there and check that out because that's that's crazy. That's that's cool. I like that. And I love yeah, that. Yeah, I'm gonna take you. 
I'm going to take him down to Newburgh and uh, Evansville. Hey, good. Yeah, yeah he yeah. loved that. You know, you tell you what you'd be surprised is uh, if Ted could take you to a football game in that, that area down there in Evansville. Mm-hmm. Now, they, those people come out and support football. They love I can it, tell you that. Castle. Oh, yeah. Castle, oh, yeah. right. All those, all, mm-hmm. That's just it's good football. Well, that's that, yeah. Well, in Evansville down through, I mean, that's they got a proud football tradition down there amongst those schools and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'd love to do that. Maybe yeah, we can you do need that. to go to you need to go to the Wrights Bowl and watch Wrights play Modern Day on the oh, last yeah. game of the season. Oh yeah. That is that is something to behold. I yeah. can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's a you war. Were, huh? What ten years? You say they were the ten years. Ten years, yeah. yeah. Uh, Coach Will was there when I was there, and then, and then uh, Coach Gable took over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. wow. Okay, so let's go to the north. All right, okay. let's go to the yeah. north staff. Uh, yeah, so we got Mark Miller from Rochester. Yeah, mm-hmm. who in 1997 uh, coached Rochester to the two A state championship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, also that uh, seems like 2014 was kind of a magical year because he was elected to the Hall of Fame. Okay. And uh, can you comment on Mark? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, as, he, uh, as it relates to the uh, Indiana Football Coaches Association. Sure, absolutely. Mark's a good friend of mine. And, you know, he's down in Florida. You know, he's, he's I think he's finally retired from coaching, but he came down here to, co- to coach. And, and uh, he, Mark, was the executive secretary, and, and Ted can relate to that job. Mark was a meticulous record keeper. Mm-hmm. He did it all on, on yellow pads, you know, back in the, oh, you know, yeah. I don't know, none of that stuff probably was uh, changed over to electronic, but Mark was very active in our coaches association. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was really one of the guys that, that uh, you know, I got to become pretty good friends with him through the coaches association. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, great thing about football coaches is that we're willing to share information right. and, and uh, you know, Mark was real active and, and he would still be active if, uh, if he had to move to Florida with his son, but right. he's come back to a couple of clinics and um, good football coach, very well respected. He was, he was one of those guys that, uh, you know, if we want to know something going on in Northern Indiana and in football, you know, mm-hmm. he was the guy that we would talk to. Well, you know, we had, we had him on the show, Ted earlier and one of the right. earlier shows. We did. And yeah, uh, we did. of course yeah. I knew Mark because he was a wrestling coach also. He's Mr. Rochester down there and I'd yeah. run into him yeah. there, but uh, man, he was always a, a gentleman. And he also talked about the fact that this is kind of a feather in uh, the IFCA's cap there about how, uh, well-run the Indiana Football Coaches Association is as compared to, like, Florida. And, of course, Florida is a big hotbed for, you know, all the yeah. talent that comes out of there. And he said, man, he says the Indiana Football Coaches Association is head and shoulders above their organization as far as it goes to how they how we do things up here as compared to down there. So I thought that was interesting. Well, he's, uh, you know, we're, we're, you know, the strength of our association is our membership. And, sure. You know, we have a lot of guys that, that are willing to jump in and do and work for one common cause. And it's not like that everywhere. I tell right. it, our guys, a lot of time we're, we're pretty fortunate that the coaches association is so strong and guys, you know, there's just so many guys like Ted and you guys that, that jump in and do anything for mm-hmm. us, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. So. so we have, we have uh, Jerry Velasic from Hammond Bishop. Noel. Right. Uh, I met Jerry when we were in uh, college together at Ball State. I think he probably graduated 
uh, before I did. Most people did. It started <laughs> when I did. But anyway, uh, he was always uh, we was all, he was always there. And and uh, actually, in 1989, I think he he coached Ham and Noel to the 3A state championship. And oh, yeah. Um, he all yeah he did. Mm-hmm. And he's also he's also uh, 1996 uh, elected to the uh, Hall mm-hmm. of Fame. Yeah. Did you know Jerry? Yeah, you know, the only time I met him, Ted, and really that's one of those situations where I met him at that all-star meeting, to tell you the truth. You know, we used to all come together, and, and uh, Chuck and Paul and everybody would give us the all the rules about what was going on. And that's the first time I met him. And I crossed paths with him a little bit that that uh, that week, but didn't really didn't really have a lot of a close relationship with him during that time. Right. Yep. Okay, next we have Scott Bovenkirk. Obviously, we all know Scott. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's uh, our Scott most loyal listener. to the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. in 2000. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, you can comment on Scott, that's for sure, because he's been and still yeah. is, and I'm going to go to a meeting tomorrow yeah. uh, 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 at the, uh, the Bridge House. The Duck Room. Uh, the duck Room, <laughs> and uh, Scott will be there. Yeah. So uh, go ahead. Well, Bobby, Bobby, besides the fact, you know, that, you know, Bobby's a good football man, a good football coach, and, and uh, you know, it's obvious by his track record there and, and being a Hall of Famer, but he has become, he's become a really good friend, and the way that's happened, and that's the great thing about, again, about our association, I would have never, never crossed paths with him if yeah. it wasn't for the Indiana Football Coach Association. He's a tireless worker. Mm-hmm. You know, his, he's got the, uh, Ted knows now that his main project is the transition of the Indiana Football Hall of Fame from a brick and mortar building to a virtual Hall of Fame. Yeah. He has worked tirelessly. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has done a tremendous job for that. Right. And uh, as a matter of fact, we're we're looking forward to that launch. We're, we just got a few details to to work out. That thing is going to be launched. It's ready to go. It's going to be it's going to be something that we hope um, you know. Uh, prolongs the legacy of the Indiana Football Hall of Fame and mm-hmm. Indiana football and everybody that's been related to it. So sure. Scott's been a, a great leader in, in that area for us. Mm-hmm. He was actually at uh, our last Region 8 meeting, and he showed us some uh, pictures. Region 2. Um, Excuse me. Uh, sorry, Region 2. Yeah, sorry. Um, that well, uh, Anyway, he, he made a presentation about it, and it looks like it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, oh, it it will be, and and before that, before he that became his passion, he was he was our membership guy. And again, mm-hmm. before we had all this, the the, the way to, to to sign up electronically and all that kind of stuff, right. he was the guy that you would when you would fill out that paperwork. Mm-hmm. Scott was the guy that went back in and, and helped retype that stuff into, uh, you know, the, the stuff into a, a spreadsheet of some kind right. for for wow. our records and. Mm-hmm. He sits at the clinic at the front, at the front uh, desk, mm-hmm. you know, and Ted, Ted, Ted's been down at that front desk with sure. him a lot, of, a lot of years as well. And, uh, he, John Mallory, John Mallory's there. Those guys greet everybody that comes in the door mm-hmm. sure. and, uh, helps us run that clinic. You bet. Matt Lindsay. Okay. Fort Wayne Lures. Uh, 1980. Nine to 2011, 
Matt Lindsay won nine state championships <laughs> at Fort Wayne Lures in 2A. Wow. Okay. And, Pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. He had three runner-ups, 91, 96, and 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were all in uh, 2A. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that the Fort Wayne Region 3, that the Fort Wayne region up there is in the process of, uh, you know, his his son's uh, the ramrod behind that because he's at Lures now. Uh-huh. Yes. And, yeah. uh, and the ramrod behind uh, getting Matt into the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. I would hope so. Well, that, that'd be well-deserved. You know, yeah. the guy was, uh, he was he, I remember he was pretty ate up with football when we were around him. Uh, so he... It, it, it doesn't surprise me it's so successful. You know, I was, I was thinking about that. Oh, when within the last five or six months, when when you when you look at when you go back and look at the success of some of these guys that won the multiple state championships like he did, um, he just stayed in one class, right, Ted? He, that, yeah, there he was, was no two A. The whole yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just wonder. Um, you know what would have it would have upset the apple cart a lot for some other people if if he'd have jumped up and oh, yeah. you know, with the success factor mm-hmm. going up there and 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 uh, kind of upset thing because they could the thing that was always impressive about them is they competed in that Fort Wayne league oh, yeah, and they could compete with anybody. Yeah, you bet. They could compete with anybody mm-hmm. in the big boys all the way down. So that was he had an impressive run. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting uh, as I looked at this. Uh, you know, there are, there are people like, uh, like for instance, Dick at, uh, Ben Davis a couple, three times was at a 15 and 0 season record and all that, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Penn, uh, and those kind of people, but, uh, Fort Wayne lowers never had a season that they didn't lose two games. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that was a, that was a fact because of the summit conference that sure. they played in, mm-hmm. you know, it's like Absolutely. this year. Yeah, uh, Lures uh, won the league, and uh, they kind of late in the year kind of uh, was struggling a little bit. But uh, holy Toledo, right. you know, I mean, yeah. you know, well, yeah. you yeah. know, you, you see that in some of the like Zionsville this year. They come in with what five losses, something like that. And they yeah. won a state championship because yeah. they get beat up there yeah. down around Indianapolis. Yeah, they, I mean, that's pretty amazing. You bet. Yeah, 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 yeah. it is. All right, Hank okay, Orcus. So Hank Orcus. Oh, Hank. Well, yeah. yeah, Hank. Go ahead, Bob. He's, Hank you know, is he's still around, around, you know. The, uh, he, he, yeah. I don't remember when Hank's not been around, to tell you the truth. Yeah, he's, he's been, been a around region. the region advisor, if I know that. Yeah, he he's a very loyal, very loyal IFCA guy. You know, he's at everything that he's supposed to be at and more probably. And, you know, the thing I remember about him, Ted, is that any time that we go to breakfast where you and Dave Land and all the guys are at any of our events, you know, Hank's always there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. it's been, it's been good to get to know Hank a little bit through that, you know, cause I, I knew him when he was uh, at North Justin, Justin as a coach, mm-hmm. but I didn't have any reason to, and in the all-star game, I didn't have any other reason to really cross paths with him or communicate except with the, at those meetings. So he's mm-hmm. been, He's been a real company guy for us. I think he'd do anything uh, for the good of, of the uh, association and the coaches and the players. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's about my age. I think he was in school when I was there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. 
He's a Ball State guy. guy yeah. There's Ball State guys everywhere. There is there everywhere. I did want to. Then we have Dave Wilhelm from uh, Southwood High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave's son uh, is the head coach, has been the head coach at uh, Yorktown for like 12 to 15 years now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if I'm. If I'm not mistaken, Dave was on either one or two of the Rice Bowl teams uh, at Ball State back in the uh, oh. 60s. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was well, with a... Surface and those guys, yeah. Yeah. Well, my impression of him, you know, I just again, I just got to know him a little bit through the association. That, you know, just a, a, a real gentleman. I mean, he was a very mm-hmm. professional type guy and, and uh, would always go out of the way to speak to you and and again, one of those good guys we have in our coaches association. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, you know, we mentioned the fact that uh, the three guys that uh, we were talking, I guess it was before we were on the air, but uh, uh, we, you know, the guys that played in the game. Okay. Right. Yeah. And the guys that jump off the page here are uh, Tony Henderson from North Central High School, went to Michigan's. Started 24 games at Michigan. Uh, ended up back in Indianapolis as a strength coach at Warren Central. And, oh, wow. uh, you know, had been an assistant at different places along in the city. Uh, and I know he was a really good friend to Paul Logan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think, did, did he become a head coach in Indianapolis too, Ted? I thought, yeah, I thought he was he, a head coach at like, uh, how, you and, know, he might have been at how, uh, and, tech, and maybe you know, even tech. Marshall, yes. tech, Texas, uh, mm-hmm. you know, those, those, those kind of places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he was, uh, he was a kind of a man among boys. I remember that he was as, as wide as the door the first time he walked in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I can tell you this, that uh, the, the rules of the game, or that you couldn't you couldn't shade the guy. You had to play him up, you know, head up. Yeah. And he and he did. But I mean, <laughs> I don't I don't know if we ever blocked him during the week. And I don't know that they didn't block him very much that, during that game either. He was a tremendous talent, and as, as I recall, right. um, his speed, you know, his his pursuit, that his running for a big man, he could run to the football. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could he could dominate a game and. Uh, just a great kid, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that uh, you know, I, it's hard for me to remember, but I think, I'm pretty sure he became one of our captains because I know that the kids on the defense and Shabby had him all rallying around that guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was he was something else. Yeah. He was, yeah, uh, well, he played for Michigan, so. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember yeah. watching him play a whole bunch. Of, you know, you kind of follow a guy after you, sure. after you yeah. get to meet him, and he was uh, – he was a dominant player for them as well. A three-sport athlete well, too at North Central. At North Central, football, wrestling, yeah. and track. I, Ted's got it listed here, so right. That's yeah. impressive. Was he, was he a state? Was he a state champion wrestler, Ted? You he know? might have been. I mean, who's yeah. going to beat him? You know, oh yeah, probably. I think he was. He was. Yeah. He was. A, he's a big barrel boy. He was. But I know. I never met him, but I can remember Paul Logan talking about him all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Paul Logan yeah. just thought the world of him. Mm. Yeah. 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 Nice young man. Yeah. Right. And the 1995 uh, Raybould Award winner is what you got listed here, Ted. Is that correct? Okay. okay. Well, I'm okay. sure it's correct, then. Well, of course. Yep. <laughs> Mark Shackelford from Gary Lou Wallace. Uh, a Hornet. He was in, yeah, he played in the Big Ten. He played at Wisconsin. He was a yeah. uh, three-year three year starter, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. A nose tackle. A nose guy. Well, again, I remember. I remember the you know the difference then to now is that 
all these big name guys came and played in this yeah. All Star game, and I just I just remember that obviously we were concerned about him, and it wasn't like if you look at that game it was twelve to seven, there wasn't a heck of a lot of offense, and it's because of the defensive yeah. guys like we're talking about sure. in that football game, he was he was certainly everything he was advertised to be too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played in the Canadian League, and he was also a Ray Bold Award winner. Yeah, I think a yeah. little bit, mm-hmm. a yeah. little bit later. Yeah, and then we have uh, Bud Wright's Brett Law, who um, was obviously an All-State player. Had his his records are unbelievable. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, how many yards he had, and how many points he scored, and and uh, all that kind of stuff as a career. And he went to Indiana. And, and uh, I think his size kind of uh, limited his effectiveness a little bit. Right. Well, he was he was a player. I'm, I remember he he stood out. He was he was a guy that uh, you know John Broughton did a did everything he could to get get him the ball. You know, and he was just one of those guys that that uh, could get the thing north and south and do a lot with it. You know, he, he was just a tough tough dude. And you know, I think that he kind of came in with a chip on his shoulder. Because he had played in a single A league, you know, right. he was a he was a single A player, but you know at that time, you know, he, they they never got to play against the big boys. He'd never played against the right. the, the all stars, and um, he came in and and uh, proved that he belonged for sure. Yeah. yeah, that you know his senior year, he set a world record, uh, three hundred and one yards or something, and. Uh, I know there's a guy named Martin K. Huber that coached uh, the opponent. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, who had won one game too many that year. Right. Uh-huh. And, uh, I can, yeah, I can remember that. It was, uh, it, he was, he was in shock for about a, a week. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was brutal. <laughs> brutal yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 So, but the Lions yeah. redeemed themselves, though, in 1990. Yeah, they, I mean, uh, absolutely. You know, so. uh, they came back and did all the did all the right things, and uh, you know, you can't argue with can't argue with the Lions. I'll absolutely, you no, you'll come out in the bad shape unless your name's Daniel. You'll you're going to come out in bad shape. So, <laughs> you know, but anyway, right. but um, yeah, so that was that was pretty amazing. There, by the way, I wanted to clarify one thing. Ted's a little bit humble about his college education. He he only spent two terms at. At Ball State, uh, Truman and Eisenhower's. So, you know, but at any rate, I had to get that in there, Coach. But yeah, Red. That's what Red. That's my buddy Red (laughs) Trope always tells people. Yeah, actually, I think he says Kennedys and Johnson. Yeah, yeah, that'd uh, be more accurate. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Don't want to put any more age on you than have to. Anyway, that's exactly right. Right. Yeah. Well, Well, there was a time when only my mother thought I would ever graduate. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mom was in your corner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Absolutely. Right. Well, Coach now, Gaddis, we got some well, other yeah, there. yeah. Let's talk Go about ahead, that. Dave. Well, Go I just ahead. well, first of all, you got the most valuable player from Richmond. Was okay. um, that was uh, Marty? How do you pronounce that last name? Nofer? N O U F E R? Is that a typo? N O U F E R? Nofer from Richmond? Marty? I you know I don't right? know. I don't know. And then Fred Moore from Fort Wayne Lures. So there must have been two of them we have listed here, Ted. Right. And right. then uh, Ray Bolder winners were um, Anthony Tom- Thompson's AT from uh, Terre Haute North. 
right. and then went on to Indiana, of course. Indiana. So right. yeah, um, but he played he played in the game uh, uh, when um, Jeff George was in the same backfield, yeah. right? Yeah, that would yeah. be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty so. good. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good combination. But Mike Golden was a coach. Now Mike's a good friend of mine, but you know, here's a little known fact: is that they didn't win. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, by who the way, was the opponent, who was the head coach of the uh, of the North that year? Was it what, Bridge? Was it, I think it was Bridge. I, I think, think it was, was Bridge. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Fun right. and magic. Yeah. Right. Fun right. Yep. Yeah. Ted, have you got some of the other award winners there? Is there a Distinguished Service well, Award? Yeah, or? I got some, you know, uh, we, uh, we listed some of these guys that uh, that we give awards out to every year. Sure. And, mm-hmm. uh, right now, I'm searching for that sheet. Uh, I got it right here. There you okay. go. All right. So we've got the Distinguished Service Award. Uh, Bob Bridge. There you go, North Miami. In North Miami. Mm-hmm. All right, we got the President's Award, and that is uh, who is it? Frank. Frank Debrucker or something. D E B R U. Yeah, he was one of the uh, Warren Central guy. From Warren Central, and I'm not familiar with him. Yeah, I'm not either, Ted. Yeah. I'm not familiar with him. Uh, and uh, we've got uh, Paul Logan uh, from North Central uh, getting the Ken Leffler Award. And I think we mentioned before that Ken Leffler was at uh, Cecina. Right. And yes. uh, he was uh, Odd Hurley's mentor and uh, died very young. And uh, we uh, and the association uh, named the... Uh, dedication award after Ken Leffler. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the big ones that, uh, you know, people always want to get. Right. Yeah. And uh, Ken was a, Ken was a hard worker, Ted. I remember meeting him when I was a young coach and, and, you know, I think he was, uh, he and Otto, they went again, you talk about guys being everything. Kenny was just around at everything. He was mm-hmm. just one of those guys that you just sit and, and like to hear talk about right. not just football, but everything, mm-hmm. you know, he was, he was a mentor to a lot of young coaches. Mm-hmm. And you have a media award winner there, right, Ted? Sam Simmaker? Yeah, Sam Simmaker from uh, Columbus. Oh, yeah, you okay. see, Sam, Sam's a good friend of mine. Sam, okay. Sam is, uh, uh, he's, he got, he, he's still doing it. Oh, you know, really? Sam is, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I th- he's got a whole list of, uh, of awards, but, you know, the, you guys know that the, those guys that are willing to be the play-by-play guys and, mm-hmm. and do that kind of work are getting fewer and farther between. Oh, yeah. And Sam uh, has been doing it for a long time mm-hmm. there at Columbus, and he still does it. He still does football and basketball. He even does some baseball. Oh, wow. Uh, 1990 was 32 years ago. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, shoot. I, I think he's done it. Wow. Sam might correct me, but I think he's done at sixty. I'm not sure. Oh, but wow. he's a he is a, he's a good man, and uh, you know I think as long as he's standing, he's still going to be involved with uh, broadcasting. Right, that's good. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, now what we what I'd like to do is I'd like for you to kind of wrap this thing up, Bob. Uh, as far as the IFCA is concerned, uh, you know we had a conversation about a week ago. Yeah, and uh, the you know the latest 
on what's going on with the IFCA and, and all that kind of stuff. Because you are the, when did you become the, when did you become the assistant uh, executive director? Well, I was the assistant for eight years. Okay. Dave Land, what year was that? Uh, and then, uh, boy, well, I took over as the director. I think this is six years now, isn't it? Six or seven. Dave and I try to figure that out every now and then. I think this might be, as a matter of fact, I'm going in the eighth clinic that I've done it. So this will be eight years. Okay. So that's been 16 years ago that, that, and, uh, owe that to Dave Lamb because, you know, he was, he was, I consider Dave my, one of my professional mentors. Sure. And he really, he really created that position because he wanted to kind of teach me the ropes so that he could bring me along into that position mm-hmm. someday. So, yep. Uh, yeah, very important to do it. So. Uh, he did it, and you know, like I said, he's he's still, you know, I don't, I'm sure you've you, you could do a whole session on Dave Land. Oh yeah, you've done that yet? But, yeah, but we could do is, a, we uh, could do a series on Dave Land. Yeah, he yeah. is something else. That guy yeah. is he is he is so dedicated, totally it's unbelievable, and so knowledgeable. You know, mm. but but anyway, what's going on with the IFCA right right now? We got a lot of good things going on. Got a lot of good. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of good men, as I said before, that are involved in this situation. We've got, uh, like I said, the Hall of Fame has been a big undertaking. Oh, wow, Again, yeah. we want we want to uh, you know keep the legacy of that hall going, and mm-hmm. everybody that's in it really excited about that when we get that thing rolled out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last year with uh, with the pandemic, we weren't able to have a a um, face to face clinic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are having one this year. Uh, Bob Prescott's our clinic director. Rick mm-hmm. Wimmer does the uh, college coaches, and Mo Moriarty does the high school coaches. I talked to, to, to Mo today, and he's he we're we're almost ready to roll out the the speakers for that. So mm-hmm. our, our members can see what's going on with that. That's on March the tenth, I believe. That's the Thursday, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. Right. So that's going. And it'll be um, at the same, at, at the Sheridan there, correct? At Sheridan. Yeah. Uh, we're very excited about hopefully the pandemic, you know, right. COVID uh, allows us to have that face-to-face because, uh, oh, yeah. you know, one of the big things about the, the clinic is not just the X's and O's, but the relationships that you build, like we've talked about here on the show. Is oh, good. yeah. You get, you get to see other coaches from all around the state. Certainly. And then um, we're... Uh, we're very hopeful that we can roll out eight man football as a, oh, uh, wow. it's uh, we've been studying that for a couple mm-hmm. of years. Mm-hmm. Kirk Tittman is our chairperson for that mm-hmm. up at Fort Wayne Snyder. I talked to Kirk yesterday mm-hmm. and um, he had talked to Mr. Falcons yesterday and okay. we've got a plan. We're going to, what we're doing it. We're at the point where we're, uh, our goal and our hope, and we're about 90% sure we're going to run a pilot program this fall mm-hmm. for eight-man football. And the reason why we want to do it is to give kids at all levels a chance to play football. Sure. Uh, to participate. So we, we think there's going to be a, uh, some new schools in our state that, right. that start football. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if many people don't know. I didn't know much about eight-man football, to tell you the truth. And I've been around football my whole life. But right. There's only 11 states in the United States that don't play eight-man football. Oh, really? And, ev- and every state that borders Indiana plays eight-man football. Oh, wow. So 
and and for us to play it, we don't have to make new rules. There's already National Federation high school rules for that. So now, we're excited about that. Yeah, let me ask. And, uh, can I ask? I'm going to ask a question here. Does now does that like? I mean, how will you guys roll that out as far as it goes to any school that's got doesn't have football? Here's an opportunity for you to play it, or how? Or yeah, absolutely. That's how it's going to work. That's how it's going to work, and okay. we're going to actually we're bringing in speakers from uh, from eight man established eight man programs. We got right. a whole room at our clinic just to bring in those eight man coaches. Oh, we're wow. bringing some out of, out of state coaches in to, to conduct a, a day full of clinics for those guys. That'd be interesting so, just to see it. I mean, I think. Well, I'm going to go in. I'm going to go in and sure. uh, and uh, and participate a little bit and we're even going to invite administrators from schools in that, that maybe want to do it. Matter of fact, we've talked to a few of those schools already mm-hmm. uh, that are, they're going to put it in. So that's pretty exciting. I think that's yeah. going to, that's going to be something that we think is going to, going to help uh, oh, with football. Expand the sport. Uh, Absolutely. We, yeah. We got the all-star uh, selection meetings coming up around the state yeah. um, for the, for each region to pick their mm-hmm. all-star team. We've picked region all-star coaches and we'll have a head coach named. Oh, I would say we'll have the head coach named by the uh, middle of February and we'll have those selection meetings um, on March the 6th. And I guess Sunday, March 6th and the Northern group Purdue university helps us out with uh, hosting the selection for the North team up in their facility and the South will be selected at IU. Uh, so we're excited about getting that going and, you know, that's a week before the clinic. So, um, there's a lot of things going on. A lot of guys working real hard behind the scene to, to keep things rolling. And, and, uh, again, it's, uh, our membership is strong. Coaching association is strong and, and we might do some, um, some surveys on some proposals that might affect the, the distance that schools can travel mm-hmm. to play, you know, to play a game. We want to, so if, if somebody from Kansas wants to come in and play one of our schools, say center Grove or whatever, we want, we don't want to, we want to eliminate those barriers and have to let that happen. Yeah. So sure. we're working on that right now. Mm-hmm. So Ted, that's a lot of things that are going on. Have I left anything out right now that, that no, I don't, I don't think so. You know, I, most people don't realize, first of all, that there's barriers, okay, yeah. uh, yeah. that uh, people's it, – it's a limit to how far people can come, even to come to play in. And yeah. it's interesting that uh, in the last two weeks uh, here in central Indiana that uh, Carmel and uh, Center Grove now have become independent. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, yeah. They uh, got out of the mix and uh, were trying to get into the – uh, with uh, Southeastern and Avon and Brownsburg. Crossroads. And, or... You know, and, and the cro- Hoosier Crossroads. And uh, Hoosier Crossroads said, no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, uh, you know, interestingly enough, uh, it might affect those two because if they're independent, uh, you know, well, who will they, do they want to play Kansas City? You know, yeah, or absolutely, like absolutely. So, yeah. You know, so anyway, it's uh, yeah. I think yeah, it's yeah. good, and we've got a lot of you know when our when our teams have gone out of state and played, we've done very well here lately. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 uh, it's done great. So we want to 
that'd be pretty exciting to bring somebody in from, from another state and play here in Indiana. I don't think that they're ever going to, well, not ever, but I don't think we're going to go after the 300 mile deal for our teams to travel, but we'd right. like to let people come in to play. Right. Right. So sure. I think, you know, cathedral has done for the last few years has gone to Cincinnati and yes. has never lost oh, wow. in, in, in the Cincinnati Catholic league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? So that that's pretty good. Yeah. That's, you know, Andrean goes up and plays in Detroit somewhere. Don't they? Detroit. Yeah, King they, or they went up and played in uh, Detroit. Martin Luther King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Penn's yeah. always played some of those good Michigan schools, right? Uh, yeah, the teams they yes. down they, they've been Park and those kind of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, well, you know, I want to mention also uh, looking ahead that uh, we're going to adapt this show to the 2022 All Star Game. Okay. In other words, what we're going to do is we're going to have our plan right now is is to have the head coach uh, talk to each head coach and have him uh, introduce and talk about his assistants. Okay. And then once we get uh, the teams picked, then we would like to have the assistants uh, come on and, uh, you know, talk about uh, the people that they're coaching. Sure. So that we could get uh, an up-to-date, uh, you know, we're trying to get some up-to-date audience, if you will, yes. uh, for the people so that uh, they will uh, pay attention to what's going on. Because just like tonight, uh, you know, all these things that you're talking about and we're talking about, uh, it's very, uh, very noteworthy. You know, right. and I think it's very, you know, it's something that people would be interested in. So sure. anyway, yeah. that's, that's where we're headed. I think that'd be great. That'd yeah. be, uh, you know, the, uh, thing about the all-star game, you know, you got me thinking when you asked me about this, Ted, to do it. And, you know, here's the thing that's so unique about that game and you've done it, but you, you, you build a, like a close bond with your, with those staff, that staff, especially, and you, you, you build up to that one game and then when it's over, Everybody just leaves. There's nothing else like it. There really isn't. Because right. you yeah. don't go back to the same school or anything right. see it and, see, and see each other turning your equipment on Monday or anything. Yeah. They're just gone. Right. It's, it's really unique. And, and uh, I, would, I would venture to say that uh, um, there's several guys that have the opportunity to coach in that game and build lifelong friends through it. Oh yeah, no question. Yeah, it's, sure. it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So, see, one of my, one of the three times that I coached in it, Tim Roth was my roommate. Yeah. Okay. And uh, 1991, he coached in the All Star Game, and that was the that was the year that him and I were roommates. And mm-hmm. uh, he's he's going to be our guest next week. Right. So uh, you know, it's uh, yeah, uh, it it's you know, I, I would have never met Tim Roth probably. I love the all-star game. You know that I'm, you know, I know, sure I know you do whatever it takes. Yep. And, uh, I, and I don't like to miss a practice. Right. You know, I just think it's something special. Yep. Well, I agree. And again, I, I think you mentioned, you guys mentioned it before it, it, uh, it's unique. I mean, when you look around the country, our game is, is very unique and, and we're the, uh, there's a lot of people that are envious of the fact that we've, 
it's been running for so long. And uh, so we must be doing something right, Ted. Exactly. Because, because Absolutely. There's a, lot of people, there's a lot of people that want to know how we get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, David, well, what do you think? Well, hey, co- we covered it yeah, I think we got everything covered there. I, you know, I, Coach Gaddis, we just really appreciate you coming and talking. Well, and, uh, thank you. you know, it's always, always open always for you to, uh, okay. and any of the coaches to yeah. come and talk. You got something on your mind and need to get the message out to the membership. Uh, we hope that, uh, you know, the show is, can be one of the instruments you can use to do that. So, you know, that's what well, we're Well, you know, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe sometime it'd be nice to keep in your, to make a note that if we, if we get this eight man football to where we want to get oh, it, yeah. um, it'd be good if, uh, you know, if you, if you need somebody to speak sometime, you know, Kurt, Kurt's Pittman, have you ever had sure. Kurt Pittman on the show? I don't think we've no, had him on as a coach. Is, no. No, yeah, no. Yeah. He is really, really good. Really. And he would, when we get it going, he'd be a great guy. Absolutely. To have on there and, Absolutely. And I'd be yeah, we could that. devote, we would devote a, a show that yeah oh, yeah wouldn't that be cool that would be, be great, great if we yeah you bet all right guys well i appreciate what you guys do for the for the kids and for high school football and for all of us it's great great that you're doing it and it's professionally done we appreciate it well we appreciate it too and it's just a lot of fun for for everyone and we hope um you know we keep uh, growing with our listenership and people uh you know like i keep telling people all the time there's about a million stories out there and we've all sat around and with the coaches and uh you know, the hotel rooms or in the lobbies or wherever we all get together and everyone's chattering away and talking about this and telling stories about that and stuff. And it's just always just a lot of fun. So we hope we can kind of yeah. create that kind of atmosphere uh, here on uh, the show. And uh, we're certainly very happy that, to be uh, labeled as the Indiana Football Coaches Association official podcast. So we appreciate that too, very much so. Awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. You bet. Appreciate having me on. You bet. No you problem, bet. Coach. You guys take care. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't go to. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, right. hey, why, why don't you call Land and see where he's at? Yeah, I'm right. going to. As yeah. soon as I get off here, I'm going to call him and see how he's doing. I said, Dave, yeah. if he starts getting bad, you get out back on a hotel and, oh, yeah. and hunker down for a couple of days. Yeah. So oh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. All right, man. All right, coach. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Have a good evening. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. You too. All right, Coach Huber. Yes. You're still with me? Yes. Okay. Well, I think yes. we pretty well got everything um, um, where we wanted it there. Is there anything else you want to right. add to this? No, I don't think so. Uh, I got in there that next week we got Tim Roth. Right. Uh, from Winnemac. Being the guest speaker. Yep. I got that in there from Winnemac. and. Right. Uh, you know, so you got uh, also yeah, on your notes there. You got five HOF Hall of Fame coaches. Is that that's on the coaching staffs? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Making reference to? Yeah, okay. they're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, coach, thanks a lot. And uh, you know, we want to. Uh, you know, there again, we just had another example of uh, our friend from the south who uh, loves to hang around football people. That's right. So, uh, it's just too bad we can't have him on. Yeah. Well, he's with us he's in here. spirit. He's here in spirit. Absolutely. No question about it. Well, we'd like to thank everyone for tuning in and uh, this podcast. It's uh, Saturday night, actually, so we'll get this podcast up and posted by certainly Sunday, so it'll be on next week. And uh, we plan on doing it all uh, every week here now as we move on towards the state clinic, which we're looking forward to that, too. So, 
thanks to everyone for listening and everyone be careful out there and uh, you know keep doing all the great things that you guys do out there and don't forget it's it's valentine's day coming up so don't forget about the wife or the girlfriend or whatever make sure you say uh you know take care of her because uh as all you guys know that have married and have been married for years and years uh without their support at home and helping uh it'd be pretty tough coaching and and getting along without it so definitely um remember them so that's all i got coach that's all you got so for coach ted huber hall of fame coach ted huber and myself coach dave bumgarner everyone have a fantastic week and uh we'll see you on the podcast as we move along here in the year 2020 and the official podcast of the indiana football coaches association have a great week everybody